as I recall, you had got about an hour into the ritual. Now, remind me, who was in the circle? It was Henry, it was your character, wasn't it? And the two NPCs, is that right? I think that sounds correct. I think so. I was outside. Gatorian wasn't inside the circle, was he? No, I was outside. And someone failed the check, too. Yeah, someone failed an intelligence check. Yeah, that's a shame, because Sophie has very high power, which would have been very useful. Oh, wow. But I'll tell you what, for the first hour, you can make another intelligence check, and if you pass that, you can kind of take over from someone. Because, just hint, hint, having high power people in the circle will be very helpful. Okay. <laughs> right, so... You spent the first hour doing your declaring ge londo od mikalzo od bust go head exarp oro iba aospi nanta modialta akoma maf arsl gayol bitom oitia podose and so on. <laughs> and at the end of that first hour you heard a plaintive cry coming from um, the hallway outside the apartment. You had jammed something under the door, a bench or something you'd pulled in from outside and jammed under the door to keep yourself secure. But someone is banging on the door, screaming about Scheusel. Help! Help! It's going to kill me! It's going to get me! Please, please let me in! Banging very hard on the door. Nope, don't open it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as much as it's difficult, we can't... we, We must be firm in our resolve. We're here for a reason. I don't like this one bit, so let's get on with it. Okay, so you continue the ritual. The screaming continues, and then suddenly you hear this... This bestial roar coming from the corridor. The screaming increases intensity, and then you hear this tearing sound. And the screams reach a high pitch, and then go silent. Okay, well, you know, that's done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was terrible. So, we don't have to make sanity checks over that. (laughs) I was not particularly perturbed, honestly. No, I think you're okay. You're okay, but now let's go. So, so Baron von Kleist and von Killinger are in the circle. They're looking at you and they're saying, there will always be casualties in any war. (laughs) as they just turn back and continue the chanting. Yeah, 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 sounds right. (laughs) At which point, the door starts to shake. Uh, Maybe we should have gone out to fight anyway. Thump. (laughs) We're not getting out of it. We just didn't save the civilian. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, whatever that thing is that was out there is trying to get in. Bash. 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 What are you doing? I guess I am on protect the circle from outside crazy thing detail. Yep. Wait, so who else? I'm also out of the circle right now. I can make a check later. Uh, I'm going to brandish my rake, I guess. Your rake. Uh, there must be one other person as well. There was one other person, but I can't... Because there were t- in total of six of you, weren't there? Yeah. It wasn't Shabelsky Bork. He was injured. Who was it? The doctor. The doctor. Oh, Dr. Yes. Mengele. Man- Dr. Mengele. Dr. Mengele is there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, the elder. Right. Okay, so, Katorian, what are you going to do? You can make a spot hidden roll at this point. Okay. Mm, very good. Okay, a hard success. Uh, have you all been ticking your boxes, by the way? I yes. have been pass. ticking my boxes. That box has long been ticked. Yes, I, I'm just reminding you. Yeah. So with that very good spot hidden roll you made you see that the door is starting to give way you don't know how long you've got but if this carries on whatever's out there is going to break through the door at some point uh, is there any furniture in here like that we can move against the door we've already done what we well the only thing that's in there is that stove <laughs> is it attached it is I guess it's screwed to the floor. I, I, I don't know, actually. Would it be? No, it wouldn't be screwed to the floor. It wouldn't be screwed to the floor. The pipe would be attached to the wall. The pipe like is attached to the wall. So but you could you could theoretically pull it out, and it is very heavy. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to pull the stove. <laughs> you are going to try and pull the stove. Safina Russo with, with her... 
60 strength. 60? Okay, you are quite it's strong. Yeah. Do you want a hand with that? Yeah, please help! Help! <laughs> help me move the stove! Alright, I move. I help remove the stove. Okay, so what's your combined strength? Mine's 50, I believe. 110. Okay, so why don't you roll... Just roll a d100 then, Safina, as you're the lead investigator in this challenge. Yes, you do. You manage... Because the way it works, just in case you're interested in... You needed a hard success between the two of you, which means you needed 55 or below. So you got it. Just... So you strain, and it's really stuck, and it's really heavy. Of course, the good thing is it's, it's stone cold. It's, uh, you know, moving a, an active stove would not be a fun proposition. But you, with this wrench, you pull it out of the wall, and it comes loose. And now you can drag it screeching across the tiles... That is a most unpleasant sound. Yeah, that, the sound of heavy iron, cast iron feet scraping across up the tiles is... Uh, the Baron says, You're breaking our concentration! Just hurry up! As you're dragging it over, you can see the door is starting to splinter, but you just managed to shove the stove in front of the door before it gives way. And as you shove it in front of the door and push it up against it, you get this horrendous horrendous waft of rotting meat coming through the door and you see this very weird sight you see this face covered in sores somewhat like the sores that you broke out into but it's almost craning over the top of the door or like trying to look in through the top and you see that the reason it's doing that is that its neck is extremely long (laughs) (laughs) and Sanity? Yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> Skatorian, being the one who perhaps was in front, has to make a sanity roll. Sanity roll again. <laughs> oh dear. Is your sanity really fucked? It, it, it's below 50 now. It's at 48. Okay. So, <laughs> no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, because all these Schoisel are all you know, completely unique yeah. horrors. They're not, like, the same creature. If it was the same creature every time, you eventually you wouldn't have to make sanity rolls anymore, but... Yeah. Katorian, do you want to spend eight luck on that to reduce... Yes, I don't want to go... I don't want to go nuts right now. This, this would be a particularly bad time to go nuts, I think. This so. would be a really bad time to go indefinitely insane. So you need to spend eight luck. Yes, I'm down to 45. Okay. And you shove the heavy metal stove in front of the door and just slam it shut. And then you hear this roar of anger from behind the door. And yeah, you've, you've kind of blocked it for now, but the thumping continues. You know, judging by what's going on out out in the corridor, this thing's going to keep trying to get through, but but you're pretty sure that putting the stove in front of it unless, it, unless it can literally splinter the door, which, I mean, maybe it can, maybe it can't. It's not going to be able to get in unless it can actually completely splinter the door. Anything else you want to do? I'm leaning against the stove. Yes. With all your weight. Yeah. Good. You're a big lad, aren't you? Well, slightly. I'm a 60. Oh, okay. You're not, you're not like... I'm huge. not a big, big. No, Eckhart's the big guy. You go into the second hour. Now, at this point, Safina, if you want, you can make another intelligence roll. Uh, okay. Go for it. Fucking... No! Tip balls. <laughs> um, do you want to spend some luck? Yes, I'm going to spend that luck. You can spend 13 luck. Okay. Okay, so you join the ritual. So you roll d4 plus 3. That's how many magic points you lose. Not that that's really particularly relevant, but... d4 plus 3, you said? Yeah. You also lose d4 sanity instantly as well for starting the ritual. Oh my god. Ooh, that's heavy. All right, I'm finally getting you down there. 78. It's up to you. You could spend eight luck to reduce that to two, nah, but it's given, okay, I'm okay. yeah, given that your luck is uh, hovering at a lowish level, and then from outside the door, so Safina steps in, and let's say the most uh, combat ready, I'd say Killinger steps out with his Luger, 
and he kind of bows to you as you, you maybe you cross over at exactly the same time so that it doesn't break the circle, doesn't break the holy trinity inside the circle. And Katorian. Yes. Suddenly you hear the that voice again <laughs> of that woman. <laughs> oh no. And she, this time she says, Mr. Katorian, please let me in. Please, we don't mean you any harm. Oh god. I'm better now. I tell myself we're here for a very important reason. Otherwise, there's no way in hell that I would be involved in anything like this ever. So it's more important. Sorry if she has to die terribly. It will be a a real tragedy. A real genuine tragedy. Oh, Mr. Katarian, don't worry about me. That's someone else in the building. They're being eaten, devoured, consumed. Oh, that would be really unfortunate indeed. <laughs> I think some of them are going down to your cafe now, Mr. Katarian. That would truly be awful. Oh, the horror of it. Yes. They're going to tear it apart, Mr. Katorian. And everyone we know, hang them up like red ribbons. I'm really going to need a drink after this. <laughs> he says, Mr. Katorian! Stop with this nonsense! Take that thing away! Let us in! Let us in! Oh my god. I can see a pattern here. They're trying to undermine me. There is a definite pattern. Okay. So, after a while, they go silent. And then you hear heavy footsteps receding down the passageway. And everything goes quiet outside. Too quiet. Yeah, but they seem to have retreated for now, frustrated with your resilience and unwillingness to have any sympathy for for the plight of these poor innocents being torn to pieces. <laughs> right. So you are all continuing the chanting. Things go quiet outside. And we're approaching the end of the second hour. Now, at this point... Beginning of the second hour, Killinga looks at everyone and says, More blood. We must put more blood. And if there is anything important to us, we must destroy it in the circle. That is what Shabelsky Bork said. Do you have anything important? I will burn my organization consul medal. What about you, Katorian Russo? I pull out my little black book of contacts. Oh. Wow. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm gritting my teeth, like, how important is this? Vital. Vital. He gets out a lighter and he just sets fire to the cloth of the metal and tosses it into the center of the circle. And I'm telling myself... Anybody worth contacting, I probably remember how. <laughs> and he says, what, what about you, uh, Eckhart, Safina, Rousseau? I'll pull out my writing pad with all my notes I've made about oh, like, shit. all this shit that's happened and like my, my ideas for my you know novel I was going to write of all this. I think I'm going to not do that. I feel like that's a, a better choice to just never speak of these events again so yeah mm, very good very good burn the writing pad and then he looks at you Safina I guess I have my my sketch pad which includes my half finished portrait of Marlene Dietrich <laughs> would have been worth a lot of money I think <laughs> with Nazi spit on it yeah with Nazi spit well I mean you're all sacrificing very meaningful things very good, very good, I like that. And then Killinger says, and the three of you in the center, we finished blood on that thing there. And then uh, the Baron says, I do not mind the pain of scars. 
it is a mark of honor. And then he gets out his boot knife, slices his other hand, <laughs> squeezes his fist and lets the blood drops land on this now almost completely fleshy <laughs> little doll that's now standing on its little legs and looking around with a malevolent glare on its face. <laughs> oh dear. It's coming to nasty life. So, Safina and Eckhart, are you gonna do the blood sacrifice? Are you gonna cut your hands? Yep. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Okay, I so you both... It. Yeah. I lose one hit point. <laughs> yeah, you lose one hit point. Okay. Well, whatever. So the blood drips down. The pain is brief, but intense. And the doll starts to kind of dance around a bit. <laughs> but then you're getting towards the end of the second hour. There's no more sounds coming from outside, but something starts to happen in the center. Well, two things start to happen the doll starts to goes rigid for a second stops moving around and then something starts to emanate from the top of it it's like the spirit of Grossman is starting to be expelled from the doll and at that precise moment Safina you start to feel like you're falling into an abyss I feel like I'm falling into an abyss help help me you feel like you're accelerating backwards extremely fast, but into darkness. The sunken place? <laughs> and all you can see are these two pinpricks of light that show the room as your body is taken over by the demon Grossman. My body? Your body. And you need to roll 2d20, please. Uh-oh. The demon Grossman has been lying dormant in your body this whole time. 12 and an 11. Let's tell, let's see. So, Safina, this is what happens to you. First, roll a d4. Okay. One. You grow an extra leg. Okay, that's useful, that's useful. All the better to kick you with. <laughs> with a tearing kind of crunching sound, this leg just suddenly bursts out the back of, of Safina, giving her a tripod <laughs> looking appearance. Assets. Extra leg. Mechanically, what that means is your movement speed increases by one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but, and, and also, your hands and feet suddenly sprout sucker pads. Okay, also useful. Mission pads on hands and feet. So I can climb up walls, right? Yes, you can climb up walls. And in fact, that's exactly what you do. You see Safina scuttle out of the circle. You get her sucker hands and her three sucker feet onto the wall, kicking off her shoes and start climbing, <laughs> climbing up the wall. Amazing. Oh, dear. And of course, you're all going to have to make sanity rolls. I don't have to, right? Because I'm No, you don't have to. Okay. Well, not yet, at least. You don't have to see this happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just happening to you. How did I do that? Okay, well, that you needed. You really needed that. Well, now I've seen everything, he says to himself. Well, you're both extremely in good shape. Um, actually, sorry, you need to make two sanity rolls each. I'm sorry, because oh, it's no. one for each mutation. Wow. Oh no. no! Okay, no. well, this could be bad. In fact, it's almost certainly going to be bad. So, Eckhart, you only lose two sanity for that, for seeing your friend turn into basically a three legged chameleon. But she's in the middle of the. Oh man, that puts me at my lower oh, limit. Does it? Exactly equal to. Well, the way I rule it is you have to go below. Okay. That's my one kindness as a GM. However, Katorian, you lose one for the first roll. Okay. That puts me at my limit. The extra leg. And then you need to roll a D4 for the second one. So you're de you are going indefinitely insane. Great. Oh, and so, we got hours of ritual left. 
Yeah. So you've gone down. So so you're now what, on 42. Okay, roll. Hit that pulp bout of madness real time button. <laughs> Let's see Wait. what happens. Oh, man. <laughs> You are compelled to boast, gloat, or exclaim your plans aloud for one round. <laughs> so go ahead, Katorian, gloat as you've never gloated before. You know what? I am positive that if that I can probably remember every single name and number and place of contact in that book that I sacrificed to expel you, Grossman. Do you hear me? You can't drive me crazy! <laughs> excellent, excellent. And somehow in this moment, you suddenly get this insane insight that you remember reading it somewhere, and it seems to be very important that Grossman also had his address book, which is now in the possession of Inspector Krieg. And you seem compelled and obsessed with it right now. You want to see this address book. Maybe it can replace yours. Would you like to declare that? And I know where Grossman's book is. I do. I remember. It was Inspector Krieg. Ha! See? See? You couldn't take that out of my mind. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> okay. Now, the problem is, of course, that Safina mm -hmm. left the circle. Oh, no. Yes. Safina left the circle. What are you doing? She's not, like, attacking any of you. She's basically just broken the ritual. And you can start to see the the room is starting to kind of judder almost with the intensity and killing her says we must finish it now we must finish it now she has broken spell someone must kill that thing that doll we don't have to do it for another like hours i don't know but this is bad look look at that thing forming above it he says pointing to this to the ghostly smoky apparition of grossman with his mouth open in a wail of, of anger okay i'm gonna shoot the doll then i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay so you raise your pistol to shoot the doll at this point safina all you can think of is you must protect the doll I must protect the doll. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to jump down from the ceiling and attack Katorian with my rake. <laughs> uh, or, no, it was Eckhart that was... Um... Oh, Eckhart. Yes. <laughs> Can I try to land on him? Is that yes. What... Yes, I'm going to do that. Yeah, death from above with the, lake, with the rake. So we're going to do this as a contested roll to see what happens. So you leap and... I'm going to give you a bonus dice because you're coming from a height. So you can make a fighting brawl roll with a bonus dice. That is a uh, regular success. Wow, yeah. you got a regular success even without the bonus dice. Ooh. Whereas, uh, <laughs> uh. wow, and as you're leaping, what what do you do, Eckhart? You can, you've got the upper hand. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're, you're leaping on... I, I'm, like, walking up to put a bullet in the doll, and you leap on me from behind, and, like... From above. She's or from on the above, ceiling. You drop onto my shoulders, and you just kind of, like, drop on me, and, like, I'm, like, easily double your weight, and you just, like, land on me, and I just grab you by, uh... Like, and, like, toss you down on the ground over my shoulder, and, like, continue on. With all five of her limbs askew. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, your three legs sticking up. <laughs> right, you are going to take a bit of damage from this, uh, Safina. So um, you can roll. It would be, oh gosh, it would be a d3 plus a d4 because Eckhart is a big lad. So Eckhart, roll a d3 and a d4. Okay, so you take three hit points of damage, Safina. Uh... Well, I guess it's Grossman's horror and dismay. You didn't manage it. And um, Eckhart, you just walk up. You passed a fighting brawl roll, by the way. This thing isn't moving. You can go right up to it and put a bullet in its tiny little doll head. So roll with a bonus dice, the, the, the firearm. All right. Yes, you didn't even need it. 
you walk up to it. Your gun, the report from your gun echoes around the room, and the doll creature is instantly killed and just goes flying across the room, smashing against the, the dormer window and then crumples in a heap. And then you hear this wailing sound, this hideous wailing sound coming from the, the ghostly apparition of Grossman. And now is the moment of truth. Because the fact that you managed to do the ritual for two hours gives you a chance. You didn't do the full five, but it gives you a chance. Oh my oh, god. No. <laughs> How much luck do you have? <laughs> How much luck do you have? 61? Well, it's up to you. If I were you, I would... It's always good okay. to keep 30, so wait, wait, wait. but... What but do we have? That would take... If you spent 31, that would get you down to, what, 60? Is that right? Yeah, 60. But what was the total power we had after all the... You had 143, so that would, that would make it a hard success. If you wanted to make it an extreme success, that you would need to spend, yeah, basically almost all your luck. It's up to you. You tell me. And I need, in order to win, I need to exceed by one. No, you just need to beat beat the. the, the beat is roll. like I win a tie, of like hard success, hard success. Okay, so I'm going to be nice to you. If you tie, you're going to win. So it's up to you. Whatever. I want to see why it is that uh, you shouldn't lose all your luck. <laughs> okay, you're just gonna do 143 it. 143 right. over five, so I I need it down to a 28. Yeah, so you get an extreme success. There is a great and terrible scream that seems to originate from all around, sending birds scattering into the sky and causing babies across the city to wail in their cribs. <laughs> it is but an impotent gesture on the demon Grossman's part, for it has been beaten quite literally at its own games. And at that moment, Safina... Your third leg shrivels oh, to a stump. Oh, my beautiful third leg. <laughs> <laughs> and the suckers on your hands just slowly retract into your palms and your and the soles of your feet. It would have been hard to my pants anyway. And you know, you all know, you can all feel it, the demon Grossman has been defeated. <gasps> we did it. You did it. You did it. Now, at this point, Safina, um, the first thing you need to do, because you were taken over, you suddenly feel weak. Um, although you've returned to normal, you feel weak. You need to roll 3d6. Is that a bad? That's a, that's a bad, that's isn't bad. it? Oh, <laughs> that's, really bad. that's a bad. That's really oh, bad. Well. You lose 16 power. Ah. Oh. And not only that, but as the demon leaves you, now, Katorian, how much power did you lose? I lost eight. Okay, so Katorian, you lose another eight sanity, and you have another bout of madness. Oh, no. <laughs> 34. Do you want to spend 16 luck to reduce that to four? Then I will be down to 29 luck. Which is That's true. Bad. Yeah, okay, it's up to you. Eights, I mean, you're getting down to some really low sanity numbers there, I'll but yeah. I'll go nuts and maybe have a chance to live. Okay, Safina, you lose yeah. 16 sanity. Oh, God. You're immediately going indefinitely insane. So from being someone that was completely rock solid all the way through, yeah, you could avoid it if you spent 32 luck. I'll spend it, yeah. You want to spend okay. You spent thirty-two luck. Yeah, yeah. So you only lose you only lose eight then. Uh-huh. You need to make an intelligence roll. This is one you want to fail, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> okay. I'm so smart. Okay. Despite hit myself. That, hit that pulp real time bout of madness button. Uh which one? The top one? Real time, real time. Yeah. <laughs> gloat <laughs> alright Safina I want to hear the best gloating you've just defeated a demon we just defeated a demon and it's all thanks to me and my brilliant clairvoyance and my knowledge of the occult and my rake my handy rake that I found all on my own I did this whole thing myself 
You forgot that you could walk walls. Don't forget well, your sucker pads. And my extra leg. <laughs> I did it. I saved the world. I saved the children. I <laughs> saved the monarchy. <laughs> right, Katorian. Can you also hit the real time bout of madness button? The real time bout of madness. Here comes crazy plans now i'm gonna put this one on hold for now for a particular oh. reason because you don't there's no threat right now but okay. there's gonna be a crazy plan very soon so you're all drained exhausted and killing us as we have done it we have saved the city we will be heroes all of us our names will go down in history now I must get some sleep. We must prepare for the Baldur sacrifice. In but six hours, I bid you all farewell. Your deeds will not be forgotten by the organization consul and whatever comes after. You will be heroes of the struggle. And then he says, Baron, Mengala, we must go and prepare. And they leave you in the apartment. Well, how are you feeling all? Pretty good. Wow, we didn't all die. I'm feeling like I have a crazy plan. You do. And it just you might do. work. But you're all absolutely exhausted and you definitely need some sleep. You know that sometime later that day there's going to be a killing somewhere, somehow. But right now that's the last thing I guess on your minds. Yeah. I mean, unless someone was going to kill him right then, which, you know, I wasn't, so... <laughs> but I tell you what, should we just um, assume that you're, you 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 need to get some rest? You you've all been injured. You've all taken severe hits to your sanity. Katorian, you're actually indefinitely insane now, yes. which means any time right now you're extremely fragile. Any time you have lose any sanity at this point, you're going to have a bout of madness again. So the the only thing you can think of is. Get some sleep, try and recover. Maybe tomorrow you'll be feeling better, but you will at some point need need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> can everyone finally though not finally, but can everyone make one more luck roll? All three oh, of you. My luck is bad right now because I sacrificed. So is mine. Wow. <laughs> wow, you you all roll pretty amazingly, really. Well you were bound to fail no matter what. Yeah. Eh, no, no matter what, but you were like pretty likely to fail. I could have rolled. If you had gotten my roll, you would have been a hard success. So, you all sleep. But, Safina. It must be your sensitivity. Maybe it was some uh, vestigial remnant of the demon left in you, but he brings you one last dream. You're riding in the back of an open-topped car. Not too shabby for Safina. Mmm. Through what is clearly the Grunewald. That's a big area of parkland somewhere to the east, I think, of Berlin. Once again, your body isn't your own. But it's a different body from the other dreams. It's not Grossman's body. It's a man in a fine suit. You kind of look to your left. There's a an attaché case. Maybe you open it and you leaf through some letters and papers. And then you realize who you are in this dream. You're a very important person. I am. Very important. You are... Possibly the person that could save the Republic. I always thought I would be. Your name is Volta Ratanau. You're the man that's going to turn Germany around. You're going to save the Republic, deal with all these this terrible economic situation, and finally put an end to the violent insurrections and gangs. You are a a man loved by the people. You're a good man. 
The car's um, uniform driver is slowing down to cross a set of railroad tracks. At this moment, another car pulls up alongside. You look across. Somehow you recognize the person. It's that Nazi that spat on your painting. And you're confused because suddenly you realize you're Safina as well as Ratanau. It's Kern. Irvin Kern. And he leans out of the car's passenger window, holding an MP3 submachine gun, and opens fire. You feel bullets ripping into your body, tearing open your throat and smashing your spine. Then another man in the back seat of the adjacent car tosses out a potato masher grenade that lands at your feet. Moments before the grenade goes off, you wake up drenched in sweat, convinced that you've been shot and assassinated, and that this will be the Balder sacrifice. And you are going to have to make another sanity roll. Uh, I don't have sanity. <laughs> you don't. Oh, dear. Uh, that's a really good roll. That is really bad really, roll. a really bad roll. And this one, unfortunately, is a summary bout of madness. I get a new phobia. Oh, you get a new phobia. So do I just roll D100? Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you what your... Yes, this is always good fun. You've gained something called ballistophobia. Huh? Fear of bullets. People should fear bullets. I mean, on one hand, yes. It's ridiculous, but like, how appropriate is that? So, roll a d10. My bullets, my only weakness. How did you know? Two. So... You woke up in bed, and then you suddenly had this insane... The thought of those bullets ripping into your throat and spine just just gripped you with fear, and you just ran. You just ran and ran and ran. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up, you're lying under the table in um, Katorian's cafe. Katorian has guns, though. He does. <laughs> I do. <laughs> But Safina, you you know what this assassination is going to be now. Uh, you know that a good man is about to die. Shit. And it's going to involve a gun. But Katorian has a gun. <laughs> he does. I do. <laughs> so I can't really approach him. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as he doesn't pull it out in front of you, you're probably okay. Well, I don't know. How, how, how far do I go? Like it's it says, take you. every precaution to avoid it, right? So, yes. every precaution to me means like I'm gonna go hide in the sewers for the rest of my life. <laughs> no, no. Um, in, in those two hours, that was what? it. What do you mean? Yeah, it says the hero comes to their senses two hours. Well, in your case, two hours later, having taken every precaution to avoid their new phobia. Only lasts like a couple hours. Yeah, but it's there now as an underlying, like every time anyone shoots anyone you're gonna be feeling very but then the thought of also Ratanau being shot who was you is even more scary so what do you do I'm gonna rouse rouse the party (laughs) (laughs) is uh uh Shild also there uh no I get my apartment's just around the corner okay uh I'm gonna go bang on Katorian's door. Wait, I don't actually sleep in his place. I sleep in the alley behind his place. I'm gonna go in. That's shady. What? <laughs> Why? Okay. After all that, you think you're still sleeping in the alley? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. So you all bang the on the door. All bad things that have happened to us have happened in buildings. That, that is true. Well, not entirely true. Oh, the zoo, right? Yeah, there was also... Yeah. So... Gotta get the bang- gang back together, Katorian. Katorian. What I mean is, like, you can sleep on the floor in my apartment if you want. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, likes- she likes the fresh air. So, Katorian, you um, you hear the banging on the door. door cat. <laughs> is this of my apartment or of the... Yeah, this is your apartment. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We gotta go get her child and stop this assassination. What assassination? I'm gonna get shot. I think I'm so confused. 
there's a man, there's a good man who's going to get killed today if we don't stop it. Now, is this the point where my crazy plan comes, yes. comes into play? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, as it happens, I have a plan. <laughs> Does it involve guns? I would rather it didn't. Definitely. Well, it was going to involve guns, but perhaps it can be done with a katana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to wheel the katana. Yeah. This phobia doesn't extend to grenades, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's only bullets. Not guns either. Just bullets. No. Just, bullets it's true. Just bullets. Actually, the gun is not the problem. It's the bullet that's the problem. <laughs> It actually, it actually says bullets and missiles, so arrows would also oh, uh, be man. included in that. <laughs> Katorian, you realize that you should not be using bullets for this job. <laughs> I have an idea. What we need to do... What was the name of the woman and her ape? Oh, Anita uh, Berber. We need to kidnap her ape. Am I there? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) That's the best thing I've ever heard. I'm waiting for the explanation. (laughs) This all happened when she put that ape on the lap on Safina's lap. And that was what the moment that Grossman was 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 unleashed. Okay. We could defeat it all if we sacrifice that monkey. Leaving aside for a moment that that makes no sense, Victoria. <laughs> we banished Grossman. You were there. But she's still having dreams and they involve and they involve Nazi and this whole problem been known to have all kinds of visions and while yes I agree that uh, and they come true yes I I agree but what she described has nothing to do with Anita Berber's monkey (laughs) (laughs) don't be don't be a killjoy Come on, monkey heist. <laughs> we need to kidnap and ritualistically sacrifice the monkey. It's the only thing that makes sense. You and that Dillinger guy with your ritual sacrifices. We can have the Nazis off our back and Grossman in one fell swoop. Safina, you, you feel compelled to try and at least save this man regardless of what Katorian uh, is, is suggesting I feel like we must save this man monkey aside look after what we saw last night I think we should try to stop like the Killinger guy we worked with him even though he's the worst because we needed him but allowing him to complete this ritual where what did he say was going to happen he would it's the Baldur sacrifice that will bring in a new dawn for the fatherland. Right, yeah, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. So I'm all for disrupting that. So it was at the park outside of town, right? In the Grunewald. But, Katorian, I still think the monkey could be useful. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there anything more distracting than a monkey? But you don't have much time. You know that this is going to take place maybe in no more than a couple of hours. So if you want to, you're going to have to head quickly to Anita Berber's house, apartment. We have to find her where she lives. Uh, I think you know. Oh, I do? Okay. Well, in yeah, that case, she's, a, she's a well-known person in the, in the community. Well, in that case, we need to sneak into her apartment, break into her apartment, and steal her steal her ape. Hmm. In fact, you know that she's. If, if, if it'll... All right, fine. We'll do it. We'll do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Why not? 
you know Wait, it's going to take all three of us, and we don't have time to argue. Right, it'll be faster to just kidnap the damn monkey than argue with you about it. That's true. Yeah. Now, uh, you know that she... That actually, she lives very close to you. She lives in Potsdamer Platz at the Excelsior Hotel. I can drive us there. I can drive us there now. Yeah. I All mean, because right, you, you live very close to it. Alright, so you head to room 333 at the Excelsior Hotel. You hear the sound of snoring from inside. It's obviously been a, a heavy night for, for Berber and her beau. What are you going to do? Pick the lock? Break the door down? <laughs> Does anybody know how to pick a lock? No, no, no. I'm going to walk down the hall uh, okay. and look for a maid. Okay. Okay, so I find the maid. And I yes. say, excuse me, uh, young lady, I wonder if you could help me. I'm ever so embarrassed. I was uh, staying in room 333 last night, and I seem to have been locked out, and my hosts are now asleep, and, and I'm wondering if you might please be able to allow me to, to slip back in. For without awakening them. Oh. I think you can understand that it was a, a bit of a late light last night. Oh. Okay, uh, well, are you a resident or a, a visitor? A visitor. Oh, okay. Make a fast talk roll. <laughs> nice! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Let me just borrow the key. I'll bring it back later. <laughs> she gives you the master key to the entire hotel. <laughs> you can now rob every single room. <laughs> okay, so going back around the corner, you re rejoin your friends who are both looking kind of... They look like they've had a very rough night, your two friends. You, you, you're in relatively good shape, Eckhart, but your two friends have been through the ringer. You guys, you, you, I leave you at the door, and I'm just like, don't worry, I'll be right back. And then I just come back, like, swinging the key. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door. Now, who's going to go in and get the ape? I <laughs> will Yeah, because it liked you, didn't it? It liked me, yeah. Okay, so um, Eckhart unlocks the door, and you can creep in. Now. Do you guys have any food on you? Do you have any like oh. cake or a little snack? Like Oh yeah, sure. I've got tranquilizers. Okay, that, that. <laughs> just in case the ape goes manic or something. I don't usually carry bananas with me. I was like, okay. give him no more than a half of one. Okay. Okay, so Safina you creep quietly into the room, um, into the main room. It's a suite, so there are bedrooms at the back. The room is a complete wreck. It's like it was trash last night. There are empty champagne bottles. There are open wraps of cocaine. There are syringes. <laughs> Half-eaten food. Um, stacks of papers, books, leaflets. And there, sitting in the corner quite happily, eating the remains of um, hot dog <laughs> is the is the ape and it looks up at you come here buddy <laughs> I'm gonna hold out the tranquilizer to it <laughs> yummy, yummy. I'll give you a bonus dice because of your affinity with this creature so make a persuade roll with a bonus dice persuade <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Yeah. that was the wrong wrong roll I'm sorry it's alright you can roll the other one to see if we get an extreme, but um, roll another. Whoa. Oh, Holy crap! <laughs> you got a critical success. <laughs> right, the ape just comes up to you, just jumps up onto your shoulder, curls its tail around you, and gives you and starts kind of going through your hair looking for parasites to pick out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> starts grooming you. 
and you can walk straight out there with the, with the chimpanzee. Yeah. Wow. This was the the monkey ice that was meant to be. I guess. It totally was. It totally was. You rolled a two on the fast talk, and she rolls a one, a critical, on persuading the monkey to come with. Why couldn't this have been like a bank heist and we all have like a million, you know, D marks in gold now or something? Well, what is better, a million Deutsche marks or a chimpanzee accomplice? <laughs> so you head down, you head down to Katorian's car. You don't have much time now. You're going to have to head straight for the Grunewald. You have, let's say you've got a bunch of grenades in the back. I'm just speeding things up because I think we can finish today. Um, there's a bunch of grenades in the back. And you head to the Grunewald. Okay. Now, Go ahead. are you going to be sensitive to Safina's phobia, given what she told you about her fear of bullets? Well, yes, especially since she just helped me steal What's this. What's your manic plan? My outstanding plan. I'll, I'll, I'll have you guys. It was a good plan. Yes. Do you ask me about whether I'm carrying a gun, Safina? I assume you are. Just you don't point do. it at me. I keep it out of sight, but unless you ask me, you know, I don't like. You told me you're like afraid of bullets. Yeah, don't don't brandish it at me or near me, and worry I don't about it. just brandish guns for no reason. <laughs> but obviously, Safina, if anyone fires a gun, that's going to be bad as well. Clearly. So, as you're traveling down to the Grunewald, going as fast as you possibly can. So, Eckhart, you're, you're driving. Okay. Make a drive roll. Yes. You're, you're just killing it with the roll. <laughs> and you floor it. You're, you're driving through the city at about 70 miles an hour, going down, uh, you know, weaving in and out of the traffic, and you head out into the open expanses of the Grunewald. And you know, Safina, you know where this thing's going to happen. It's going to happen at that railroad crossing, which is sort of somewhere deep in the heart of the Grunewald. At this point, you see you see the monkey taking a real interest in the grenades in the back. Don't eat those. <laughs> Maybe you keep shoo him away from them. <laughs> and then it's... It's about 5 to 12. You know, Safina, the assassination is going to take place in five minutes. And you see up ahead a car and beyond it another car stopped at the railroad crossing as the gate is closed. You know that in that car at the crossing is Walter Rathenau and his driver. And surging up behind is the nuts, Irvin Kern. What are you doing, guys? I'm flooring it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm preparing grenades to toss. You're preparing grenades to toss. Fantastic. No half measures. So you surge forward in the car. You're driving like crazy. The car up ahead with the Nazis in is approaching right now quickly. Eckhart, I'm going to ask you to make another drive roll. Wow. Nice. <laughs> roll 20 is on your side. So you, you slam your foot on the accelerator and you pull up. Um, you're right behind it now. Those of you, apart from Eckhart, so Katorian and Safina, you can both grab a grenade at this point. Okay. Now, here's the problem. Neither of you have got fuck all in throw. They're being followed! And he leans out and he's going to take a crack at you with this with his Luger. <laughs> so, Sabina, this could be bad. But I tell you what, why don't... Um, oh, it's a bullet! Oh, yeah. no! So, Katorian... Katorian and, and Safina, you can both make a dexterity roll. I'm no good at those, but... I know, but... I did wow. It. Wow. wow! I can't believe what you're rolling at the moment. It's just like... Okay, so you're fast enough to get these grenades tossed before this guy can fire. But, of course, you've got terrible throw rolls. 
so who wants to risk it first? I will. Safina? Yeah, I'll do it. Oh, she's faster than me. I know it's 20 it'd be 25 like no so you throw it the grenade just bounces across the road lands in the field behind and explodes doing nothing Katorian yes bro oh, oh no. no don't fumble grenades <laughs> shit okay so you is that pushable no you take your arm back to throw the grenade and it drops out of the back of your hand you it slips out of your hand in your panic and you hear it tink 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 land in the back of the car <laughs> no at which point the the luger cracks and the guy's shooting at you Eckhart ah but he misses the bullet cracks the windscreen but misses you and then there's more shouting and more of them lean out and they've got submachine guns and they're about to fire but at this point you see the monkey has picked up the grenades (laughs) 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 the monkey has picked up the grenades what do you do? throw it! throw it! throw! (laughs) kill the monkey! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Throw the monkey. <laughs> and then it, and then, then it arcs its long um, simian arm backwards, and it tries to throw the grenade. <laughs> and I just rolled an eight. <laughs> no! Oh my god! Yes! I just rolled an eight. Oh, Guys, my on, God. A, on a Pulp Cthulhu roll, like scale of one to ten, would this be a ten? Would this moment here be a ten? You see the grenade arcing up, and the three Nazis look up in horror <laughs> as the grenade just lands perfectly through the window. Yes! <laughs> and then the car explodes in a shower of hot metal and shrapnel. Torin, you were so right. We did need that monkey. From this moment on, I want you all to trust me forever. <laughs> Maybe not with throwing grenades. Uh, no, no. No, Eckhart is your man. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> and the monkey looks up at you. Actually, you know what? We don't need to sacrifice this monkey. I don't know what I was thinking. I think... I need to start a cabaret and the ape will be my star. And then we will conclude with the three of you and the monkey being awarded a medal of valor by Walter (laughs) Rathenau (laughs) for saving his life and saving the Weimar Republic. (laughs) Right. And that is it, guys. That's the end of the scenario. Now. I love Pulp Cthulhu. I think that's the biggest Cthulhu win we've ever had. Like, yeah, no one yeah. I think that's the only, that's the the only, only Cthulhu win we've ever had. Unsere beiden Schatten sahen wie einer aus, dass wir so lieb und passen, das sah man gleich daraus. Und alle Leute sollen es sehen, wenn wir bei der Laterne stehen, wie ein Lili Mali, wie Der Posten, die blieben Zappenstreich. Es kann drei Tage kosten, Kamerad, ich komm ja gleich. Da sagte 